0: All right, we are live on Facebook and we are recording. I'm John Mercer, president of Las Vegas Tri Club and also professor at UNLV. And I'm here with Ted Girard, an ambassador of Las Vegas Triathlon Club and also faculty at uh, UNLV and director of the athletic training education program. Hey, Ted, how's it going?
1: Good. Yeah, super good. It's nice to see you again. It seems like a regular uh, occurrence on a Friday night these days for us to uh, have a good chat.
0: That's right, and getting ready for the the weekend training session. So this is always a, a fun yeah. way to ramp up uh, Friday, and then uh, get ready for Saturday, Sunday.
1: Yeah. Super excited this week! I didn't tell you actually; you probably know, but I got to sign up for a race this week, which was kind of exciting. Where? Um, well, you know, we got transferred for the world championship to uh, Saint George. Okay, Good. So I actually pulled the pulled the trigger. I think we we had to just decide between Saint George or Taupo in twenty twenty two. And I, uh, I, I opted to, to sign up for the, for that race. So it's been a long time since I actually signed up for a race. It felt kind of good.
0: Oh, how cool. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so you are in for St. George then?
1: For 2021, yes. Excellent.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. Then uh, well, we still got to try to get to New Zealand for 2022.
1: Well, yeah, I figure now I got a year to qualify after that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. And then I actually found out this week too that, um, so the, the ITU race, the World Championship got canceled as well, it was going to be in Edmonton uh-huh. next weekend. Oh, um, we just got notification that our tra- we're going to be able to transfer to Bermuda. Oh, the- yeah, so that's I'll right. Bermuda. Right. Next year. So okay. I'm kind of excited. It's been a pretty good week as far as racing for next year.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, so well, yeah. this, has been, this has been a hard time, but, uh, you know, we can still go to different places and train. And yep. I know that's what you did recently. And, and I'm really huh. interested in this discussion because I need to learn a little bit more because we know you, we've talked before. I'm a creature of habit. And I, you know, have routes that I do and I pretty much do them the same routes day in, day out. And and that's not necessarily a good thing, but it's a good thing also when I'm training locally. But when we go out and we travel, boy, it's nice to know where to go. Because how many times have we been out and then you just end up on a bad route and it could be dangerous from uh, traffic or uh, just road conditions aren't good. And that's frustrating when you do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you don't feel safe and that's, you know, that's kind of the name of the game is is to feel safe and even it can feel not safe. If you get onto a a road with no traffic, but the the surface is just horrible. Yeah. Um, You know, you know, full of potholes or whatever. And, 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 you know, that does happen from time to time, but I think that safety is paramount uh, when you're out, uh, especially places you don't know that well.
0: Yeah. Well, and now we have some wonderful tools available to us to be able to check out uh, where to train now I remember back in uh, 89 okay here's my old man story you know I was living in New York and I decided to travel across the states and and race and train and at that point I had to print up things like um, where pools were so I could figure out where to go or I didn't even look at where to you know bike all I had was AAA maps that's all it was Uh, and so now we've got Strava, Training Peaks, Garmin—all these different uh, technologies—and uh, and I know you have really done the deep dive on this, and you've you've really uh, figured out a nice way to figure out good routes. And I've really, I'm a bit jealous of what you did this summer. You have had some yeah. fantastic rides.
1: So um, I'll just give you I'll give everyone a little bit of a background. So for I, I'm not the creature of habit, led like John is. I don't actually really enjoy riding the same routes over and over again um it just I lose my mojo I guess as it is so um for the last I don't know seven or eight years I've been doing training camps where I literally uh just pack the car up a couple bikes and go down mostly it's been to southern California and I started going to like you know the Irvine area and then I kind of branched out from there and um I would do it two or three times a year usually once at spring break once at Christmas break and once in the summer to kind of get away from the heat and so when I started doing these things, I started realizing how difficult it could be to find uh, good places to ride and to run and to swim. I mean, honestly, I'm trying to do all, uh, all three things and, uh, you know, finding what time the pools are open for, for lap swim or even open water. Like, where is it safe to go open water swimming? Which lakes can you use? You know, down in San Diego, for example, there's some unbelievable reservoirs, but they don't allow you to swim. Yeah. And but then you go up further north and there's some reservoirs you can swim, but they're 56 degrees, maybe. Mm. And just, so all of these little pieces and it, and, it, and, it, and it was really it was it was taking up a lot of uh, a lot of my mental energy when I was doing these things. And so I started, um, you know, building routes and doing different things. And uh, before I would go now, this last summer, this summer, I was on my wife and I were on the adventure of a lifetime. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to actually go to Europe for a month. Uh, for uh, uh, basically the end of May through June, and that didn't work out. And uh, so we decided we're gonna go to California for a week, and we're gonna go down to San Diego for a week. And of course, I bring my bike, and she brings her bike. And well, one week turned into 10 weeks. We yep. were gone for 10 weeks, and we traveled all the way up the coast. Uh, the farthest north I made it was Mount St. Helens. Mm. And uh, we would stay, we were staying like a week at every different place. And, and basically, most of the places I hadn't been to, or I'd been to uh, a few of them, uh, not really riding, maybe I would run there. And so in some places literally never been before. No. And uh, so, um, but I, I honestly was, just ex- I think this time was some of the most success I've had at doing this and building routes and finding good places to ride, run and swim. So I thought I'd start out um, with just a few of the websites that I used to kind of give me some, some background. And um, the first one I'm going to share with you, and I got to share my screen here. Oh, you've actually had disabled it
0: Yeah, let me, uh, I'll participate, okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, so share, and I can share application. So the first one I'm going to share with you is the one that I use probably the most. And that was called Jay's Essential Rides. Okay. And I think, can you see that now? Yep. No, I can't see it. There it is. So this is called uh, Jay's Essential Bike Rides. I don't know Jay. I have no affiliation with him whatsoever. And these are just, this is rides that he's collected um, in California and in uh, Oregon only. And I can start over showing the locator map. And I love how he did this. So basically each one of these little dots is a ride that he has basically approved that it's a good ride. He's got some rules like he doesn't ride on highways he doesn't ride if it's traffic um there's a few little exceptions uh he does you know he when you click on a ride which we will do he actually kind of breaks it down uh pretty well for you okay so hold I, on
0: one second though yeah. we're getting a little bit of technical problem here oh. i'm only seeing this narrow vertical bar
1: oh okay
0: uh, and is it the did you oh there we go Perfect. okay Okay, now we're good. I'm glad. Okay, you now I that. see the dots. Perfect.
1: Okay, so you see all the dots on the map. Yep. So I'll give you an example where I started out. So um, actually, I'll just give you an example. Maybe we can pick one. I, actually, I haven't ridden. So this is kind of the closest one to Las Vegas. So if I click on this one, this is called King's Canyon, and then okay. you can click on it, and then you go into it, and um, he writes all about it. So he you know, basically starts you know, verbalizing it, but then he gives you a map as well. And then along the way, he gives you some pictures. And then the description is like how, what the surface is like, what the climb is like. Um, you know, this one, for example, drop eight miles and 2,400 feet through a best of best descent. descent. And I just like it because you can kind of get an idea of what it's going to look like before you even get there. And just kind of goes on and on and on. And then the, he always usually gives you ways to either shorten the ride if you can or to add more miles to your ride as well. Okay. And um, so if you go up this right-hand side, these are all of the routes. Oh, wow. That he has. And I'll give you another example of one I did. So I did Mount Diablo. And you, may, you may or may not know of it. It's probably the, one of the most famous climbs in the San, San Francisco area. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been on the Tour of California uh, several times. But once again it's just another another ride with a map associated with it profile and then uh, once again just gives you a lot to you know verbalizes exactly what you 're in for for the day
0: mm-hmm.
1: and from this like this is on map my fitness i don 't use map my fitness, but what I do from this is I transfer this over into uh into strava routes okay. which I'll show you how I do that as well so this is just one example, and once again it only did um it only did California and um, and Oregon, mm-hmm. because that's kind of, I think, where he's from. Um, but if you start looking and you start driving up the coast, you can see there's many, many good rides. That's great. And honestly, he did not steer me wrong one time. Wow. Like what he said was was accurate. Another cool thing is he'd say, okay, you know there's only water at this one spot. So if you're, you're 40 miles in, you gotta look for this place that's where you can get water or this is where you can get a snack or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of good information. Um, I would love to produce something like this for, uh, for Southern Nevada, which was great. And we've talked about potentially doing that with the triathlon club. Um, then you can actually break this down. Like there's even the best of the best, Mm -hmm. which is, these are the best rides overall Mm. top 10 best descents, hardest climbs. Uh, and I have to tell you, some of these hardest climbs are unbelievable. I did one that was, uh, it got up to 21% grade. Oh, 20, yeah. that's I, steep. T- that's- I tell you what, that's steep. And, but, and I was like, Oh, it can't be 21%. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, and there's also ones that have great views. So, I mean, really nice website, especially if you're going to go down to California or Oregon, great, great website. So that's the first one I wanted to share with you. All right, that's great. I'm going to share another one with you. And let me just stop this one. Share this one. Okay, can you see this one now with New York City? Yes. Okay, so this one's called P Jam. This, yep. this one is all about finding the best client. That's
0: in the Shawanigunts, I believe. Is it really? Yeah.
1: All right. No. I have no idea what the shawanigans are.
0: That's a mountain range just north uh, west of the city.
1: Yeah, it says Bear Mountain, New York.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe that I, I'm, I'll have to double check
1: that. Okay. So this one I love too, because this is all about the hardest climbs in the world Oh, and finding that. And some of them are not that hard because they'll break it down by uh, state as well. So on the right here, you can actually type in like, for example, Nevada, Nevada, USA. And what this does, it gives you now, this is the top 10 bike climbs in Nevada. Okay. Okay. So the toughest climb in Nevada is actually Lee Canyon. And you can click on Lee Canyon, number one, and it's very similar, but this one actually gives you a a link to the Strava. This actually tells us this is the 20, for those of you that don't know, Lee Canyon is the 22nd hardest climb in, in the country. And it goes based off of uh, the gradient times the ele- or times the length. So this one is you know 17 miles at 6%. Okay. Grade. And I like I, I really kind of like this as well um, because it also you know gives you the map, gives you the the um, the uh, gradient as you as you go up. It's very very accurate. Gives you like local weather and then uh, there's also a climb summary kind of like that last site. Okay, so lot, usually they'll have pictures and, um, and and a little bit of a description. Some of the descriptions are better than others. Some don't have descriptions. And uh, once again, I was using this because I was trying to do that Everest challenge. So I was like, I was looking for these great climbs as well. But when you start looking at, for example, you know, this was like the top 12 climbs in, in Nevada. You actually, you know, the, the, there's not... I can't like the 12th biggest climb is not that big. Okay. And even when I was doing Oregon, uh, like the top 12 climbs in Oregon or top 10 climbs in Oregon, they weren't that tough. Like, especially if it's just long, uh, a longer climb with not that steep of grade, mm-hmm. they weren't, uh, they weren't that hard. So this is called once again, P jam with two Ms cycling.com. Um, but I was using this as well. Um, okay. I was trying to, you know find the the toughest some of the toughest climbs to do and uh and i'd build my routes with some of this you know some of these in mind and sometimes i'd look at this versus the jay's essential ride and could build it uh build it that way because i don't know I, I i'm the kind of person i like to do climbs i i really enjoy going up a long uh mm-hmm. steady climb um that's kind of one of the things that i like to do so, so-
0: just curious, when you do a climb like that, do you also go back down or do you have someone pick you up at the top? Do you care about- No, I usually, you-
1: I usually, well, not always, but because I, I can't say I've never been picked up at the top, but I usually go down. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of uh, the, the thing is, is normally they talk about the descent as well. And they'll say, you know, it's a really technical descent. It's this, you have to watch out for this. Um, the, the, the thing with this one, uh, uh, different than the, the Jays, Jay's is more about better surfaces of road. This is just about the hardest. Okay. The hardest ones. But once again, the hardest ones are not necessarily that hard. Because I think everyone would say, well, Lee Canyon, most, a lot of people have ridden up Lee Canyon here. Um, and actually, Kyle Canyon, I think, is this one. Where's Kyle? Kyle Canyon is, which m- many of us have ridden up, is like the 49th hardest in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's that hard because it's only 4.7% grade, right? It's more that it's just long. So uh, once again, these are just a couple of the sites that, that I use to find rides. Okay. Okay, so then what I would do is, I think I, I have to stop sharing. I, I, do you know if I, I can uh, open up multiple? Multiple? New share. Yeah, I can yeah, if I go to new share. Okay. Strava routes. Okay. So I think now you can see my Strava page, yep, correct? There you go. Okay, so these are all my Strava routes that I've ever built. And this if you if we go from Oh man, these are all this trip. <laughs> I have 189 Strava routes I've built.
0: Okay, ever. so you you entered these, these aren't I know you rode them, but before yep. you rode them,
1: you entered I, I built them before I rode them.
0: Okay, so which tab is that in? I've got yeah. my Strava open.
1: Okay, so under dashboard, mm-hmm. my routes. Yeah. Okay? okay. And you, then you can say cycling or running and then create create new route. Okay. And this is where I'm kind of excited to show you guys. This how how this works and how the functionality works here. So and and how you know basically how to do it, but how to do it and do it in a way that you get a good, a good ride out of it. So you yeah. can find a site like P-Jam and then you can just link it directly from Strava. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily like that. I like to build my own because uh-huh. if I'm staying at a hotel somewhere or an Airbnb somewhere, it's not going to be at the base of their ride. Right. Right. So I, get, I have to ride there. So let's, let's say we were coming to, to Las Vegas and uh, we wanted to, I don't know, go to... Kyle Canyon, mm-hmm. how, would I, how would I go about doing that? So the one th- the, what Strava has done now is they've actually overlaid a heat map. So when you start to look at this, so if we look at just the northwest of Las Vegas here, the thicker the blue, the more people have ridden it. Okay. So that gives you a good indicator that that's a good place to ride. Got it. That's, that's one way to do this. Okay, so if you, can, you can build out just based off of that. So let's say, this is actually my little secret. Um, when I go to Kyle Canyon, I always park right here. So you start your route there. Now you can do something very simple, where you can say, I wanna go up Kyle Canyon, I'm gonna go to the top. And all you gotta do is if you know where the top is, which is that Cathedral Rock here, I just put the start and I put the finish. And it automatically will build it for me oh. based off of where most people would ride. So this is based off of popular. So mm-hmm. see on the left says follow most popular. Okay. The other thing I always do is I look at the surface. They just, just started doing this where you could say preferred paved surfaces. So you'll, it'll, because that was another problem. It used to be, I'd build these routes and I'd end up on a dirt road. Oh. And which would be fine if I wasn't on a time trial bike, you know, with, thin little tires on it yeah right Uh, there's also ways you can say you know minimize the elevation maximize the elevation Um, I usually just put any elevation the other cool thing is you can actually add in the segments so if you like to do segment hunting um, it's going to take a minute for me to get the segments out but the segments will eventually come up here so there's a segment there there's a segment here so I can actually start to look at the segments oh okay and I really, I really like that because now if I'm building my route, I can say, okay, let's look at this segment, one the details of that segment. And one of the keys is to look at how many people have done it, ah. right? So now I just go, oh, there's been 1,091 people have done this segment. So it's obviously pretty popular,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: If you come up to one and it says, on a route you're building, and it says 30 people have ridden it, it's probably not where you want to be, mm-hmm. right? Or it's a, it's a dirt trail or you, and I've actually noticed mountain biking, there's tends to be a lot less, um, people that have ridden it. Um, but on the road nowadays, if it's less than like four or 500 people, I probably wouldn't even, I wouldn't ride it Okay, because it's just, you know, you, you got to figure the locals if they're not doing it, it's not good. Yeah. Right. So let's go back to this. So if I'm on my route here and then of course I want to go back home or back to where I came from. all I just click the next thing? And I can say, okay, I'm going to come back down to here and it automatically built back down. Okay. Now here's what it did though. So those of you that know the area, it actually sent me a way I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want to go, which is good because it works out well for this. Cause I wouldn't want to go like through this light here, through this light here, through this light here, through this light here. I just happen to know that. So then you can actually grab the side and move it. Ah. And then it repopulates. Okay. And then actually I'm going to finish there. And the nice thing is, is at the bottom here, it's going to give me, say, okay, it was 46 miles, 5,000 feet of elevation. It gives me my estimated moving time. And the truth is over time, I think it learns because it's actually pretty accurate Mm -hmm. to your estimated moving time. And then you can click over here on the right hand corner and you can actually get your, your plot of your elevation as well.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Now from here, the question is how do you get it to your Garmin? Or how do you get it to your Wahoo or whatever you use? So we're going to save this route and we'll just call it Kyle one. Okay. And you can save it as public or private. I always save mine as pro- public cause I don't really care save to save to my route now if i go to here and is you see this star here Mm -hmm. if the star is orange it means it'll sink to your garment okay if it's not orange if it's like that it won't okay so what i did from there is i created a little video to show you what it looks like when i to get it off my garment um but Before I do that, actually, I gotta share another thing with you. So let's stop that one for a second. And share syncing routes, okay. So on Garmin's last couple updates, they've changed how they do this. So this is uh, from Strava support, syncing Strava routes to your Garmin device. So this is just basically how you do it if you're using Garmin. Okay. So you've got to go in and turn on a few things. Um, basically, it's actually in, uh, so you got to go to your Garmin Connect website, make sure these things are turned on. Then go to the Garmin Connect mobile app, make sure enable course permissions is on. And then from there, you'll be able to do it. But you've got to, you, ha- you have to basically set it up ahead of time. Okay. And because this ends up being one of the big keys for me when I'm riding, is on my Garmin I actually will have a map. It's a turn-by-turn turn map. Nice. Of where I'm going, and um, that's super, super important, right? Like the last thing you're gonna be doing is stop, stop, look at your phone, go onto Google Maps or whatever. Um, nobody really likes to. At least I don't think likes to do. So that. this is going to
0: your head unit on your bike, not your watch.
1: I can send it to my watch as well.
0: You can go to your watch. Okay.
1: And my runs, I send to my watch. Okay. And you you do the same procedure.
0: Okay. Now I got a question on Facebook and I think I know the answer to it. This is the paid
1: version of Strava, right? This unfortunately is the paid version. Okay. So, um, you know, and I know that there's people up in arms about if you should pay for Strava or not, but if you're going to be traveling and want to build routes and and, and honestly, even before I do um, an Ironman or a, a triathlon, I build the route in here, I get the elevation profiles, you can build it, you can, you can build that exact route. Um, you know, we talked about it in course recon, when we did, yep. when we did that, I always build the route, and then I can see where all the elevation is. Yep. Um, and then also, I put it on my head unit, and then I drive the course ahead of time. It gives me turn by turn. Um, so for me, it's, it's absolutely worth it. But that's, that's me. I yep. understand it. Not everyone wants to pay. I don't know how much it is. Like sixty dollars a year. It's
0: yeah, it, it's something around that. So.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna share another thing with you. So now this is. I just took a video of this right before we left. Mm-hmm. Or right, so right before we started. And can you see my head unit? Yep. Okay. So I just want to show you how easy it is once it's linked to actually get to uh, ride your route. So everyone kind of knows that screen if they use a Garmin go to navigation courses and here are all the courses I have that are on there that are basically anyone that starred and just go to summary give you an idea of what's there make sure it's the right one and then you can have a map once again kind of give you an overview of where you're going that's the big map
0: hold on now it's it's not playing though oh it's not no it's beeping i can hear it beeping but the video is not playing okay wait there we go
1: sorry we'll try again okay (laughs) thanks for telling me
0: okay no there we go now now it's
1: okay so navigation courses course option which Garmin unit is this this is a 530 so it's about three years old so it's not like it's not the newest one and, I, and you could do it on a 520 as well, because I was doing it on yeah a 520. Okay. Oh, it has to be connected to your, uh, to your phone, you know, to your Garmin Connect at some point to download back and forth. When it, uh, so whenever it syncs, it'll download these. Okay. Yeah. So I could just press ride there, but I like to just kind of have a quick summary, make sure I'm on the right spot, make yep. sure that, you know, everything's good. I think it's you know, 66 miles. And then I always like to have a quick look at the map too, just to make sure and, yeah. Yeah. and this is like a big version of the map when it when you actually start riding it, you get a really tight version of the map
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and then asked, do you want to navigate to the beginning of the course, and I just said no and turned it off from there okay so just That'd to show great. how show how easy it is, and it's the same thing on my watch um, uh that I do for the for for the running routes, and I basically do this exact same thing uh for the running routes. Nice.
0: Yeah. I've got a, a Wahoo element computer that has map and I think it has turn by turn. I'll have to try that.
1: Yeah. And, and, and and I was reading about it and they said the Wahoos may even be easier. Okay. But the thing is you got, you got to set it up and you got to link them, you know, that's, that's the, that's the first thing to, to know.
0: I can see the value of doing course recon this way for sure. Now, uh, I was just messing with the root builder a little bit. If you, come to a road that um you can't ride on does Strava let you build the route through it yes okay you
1: just have to force it okay yeah so actually I'll, sh- I'll show you that <clears throat> excuse me yeah, so I go back to my routes the other thing is is that you can edit these afterwards okay so if we're back on the Kyle Canyon here yeah I can go into edit and it be just kind of where I left off all right you're not sharing right now but oh. I know what you're Okay, so sorry about that.
0: And okay. so
1: share.
0: Oh, this is this is I'm I'm on Strava now, trying to build a route, and yeah, this is really slick.
1: Okay, so now can you see it? Yep. Okay, so let's say I want to go from here over to Lee Canyon. So let's move that. So now you start to see. Okay, you see here how it's all dotted. That means that this is the this is the way that most people most people would go because a lot of mountain bikers went that way. But the dotted tells me that it's a gravel road or a dirt road. Okay. Yeah. So, no, so now oh, so you gotta move it up. Okay. Or you see what it says any surface type? Yeah. I can switch to preferred paved surfaces. Yeah. And now it goes to the paved. Ah, oh, nice. Right. But we also know that I can't ride up here. No. This is, this is where the road ends. I just you know put it. So if I go to there, there we go. So um, it will, it unfortunately, kind of, uh, it defaults to the, to the quickest possible way, or, or sorry, the way that most people went. Yep. And you can actually see that was a pretty pop. that's a pretty popular mountain bike route.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's the one thing you got to be careful of is, is especially on your road bike, is making sure you're not on a mountain bike route. The okay. one other thing I can tell you is when you look at uh, something that looks like this, it's always a mountain bike route, or if it's all wiggly.
0: Yep, oh, right, right, right.
1: Like, you know that that's probably not a road.
0: Yeah, okay, all right, so I keep thinking river there, but that's yeah, that's a, uh, that's, that's the heat map part that's, of Strava.
1: Exactly, that's, the, okay. that's exactly what that is.
0: Okay, nice.
1: Okay, so now you asked me about like if, a, if let's say this actually happens sometimes, is it, it send you through a gated community or something like that? Mm-hmm. That does happen. It's only happened to me once or twice. I've actually had to kind of sneak in a few gated communities, like follow a car in or whatever. Right. Um, but usually it doesn't happen because those aren't, those aren't the most popular, uh, those aren't the most popular routes. Mm, mm-hmm. okay. So um, once again, like I said, you can do this, you can do this for running as well. You can even do this for swimming. Yep. Um, if me. there's an area that a lot of people swam in. So let me share- Oh, outdoors, okay. Yeah, out, outdoors. Got it. So once again, you could basically, but there's a different way to do it. And I want to kind of show you another way to approach this. So if, let's say you're in an area that it doesn't have that like Jay's essential thing, or it, the PJM doesn't have anywhere that's got lots of climbs. The other thing that I do is I'm kind of like a Strava stalker. And so I was going to show you kind of how I stalked somebody uh, in, uh, in California. Okay. And Just to give you an example. Of, of a good way to kind of build. So I'm gonna go back out of everything just to my Strava dashboard. And you go to se- Segment Explore. And I was in this little town called Ukiah. Ukiah, California. So this little town was super cool, by the way. If you ever have the chance, this lake is unbelievable to swim in. And then mm-hmm. there's another lake up here that was, just breathtaking swimming. Mm. Um, so anyways, when we got here, we we're just staying in a little Airbnb and I was like, okay, I need to set up some running routes. So all I did was I went to running here and started looking at the segments. So I was actually, st- we're staying in, you know, basically in the center of this town. So what I did is I started looking around and I was like, okay, well, what's a decent looking segment? And this was actually the one that I found that was kind of the most decent because I had a little bit of a climb and a little bit of a distance. So I clicked on it and said view details. You can see this, right? Yep. And then what I did, there wasn't too many people that had run it. Oh, I'm third now on it. But what I did is I started looking at the people. Ah. Right, so I was like, okay, who are the best, some of the best people in town, right? And I'm like, all right, went down the whole list and um, actually, my the person that I oh this is the person I end up stalking. He's now my Strava friend, by the way. Oh, nice! <laughs>
0: um,
1: it's super cool. We end up I, I stalked him, and um, we end up going because he was swimming at a lake, and we end up going to swim at that lake, and he was there. Oh. Ah. And so then we started talking, and we ended up riding once together. So, anyways, this is my 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 new Strava friend, nice. you know, friend. And so what I did is I started looking at his activities. And so we were there around middle of June, and so I said, like, okay, well, like this looks like a cool activity, right? He went 100 miles. This guy's this guy's a pretty good, you know, athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at this one, I'm like, okay, he rode another, you know, big ride here, and then I started to see these swims,
0: yeah.
1: right? And I was like, okay, like let's click on that and see where he where he actually is. So you had
0: to friend him first or follow him first?
1: No, he would, cause he was public. Okay. So I, I didn't have to. So I, and I, I so I, was, you know, you can look at, okay, where is this little lake he was at? Well, it turns out this little lake was called blue lake and we ended up swimming. I actually swam with him there. This pretty much this exact same route, just kind of back and forth. It was, it was a great little route, but what this did for me is I could look at basically everything he did and has done in his hometown. Ah, Right, so you can actually break this down by, by months, which is actually a good way to do it too. So I can pick out a big month of his, and once again, just start looking at his rides. So this was one of the rides that he did the most. So then my first, or excuse me, my second day there, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this ride, right? And so all I did is I looked at this, I could actually download his GPX file Uh, And then I could actually build a route off of that. Or you see it, you can create a route off of it. Yeah. So I could click on that and it'll go to create route and I can actually adapt it as well. And so I'm basically stealing all this, (laughs) stealing his rides. Uh, But what I don't get from this is like the quality of the road. Yeah. Right. Right. But I kind of figure this guy, there's a small town. This guy's the only guy that I could find that was riding all of the time, like almost mm-hmm. every other day and doing bigger rides. And I could figure out he was a triathlete because so I could see his swims as well. I could see his runs. And that really kind of gave me a sense of, okay, this is a good person for me to, to kind of uh, look at what he's doing. Yeah. And so that was just another way. Uh, and it's, once again, by using, the Stra- using Strava and using the segments, and looking at you know and, and just basically stalking people and uh-huh. what they do like I fully expect if someone was to come to Las Vegas and knew what they were doing they could they could look at what I'm doing and be like okay yeah he lives here he probably rides the places that I'd like to ride right it's the same with you John like I see your your your, your boring Strava page where you go the same ride <laughs> all, all the time but it, I'm like you know if I wanted to go down and maybe do a Airbnb in Henderson
0: yeah
1: for the week, maybe I would follow your rides.
0: I can tell you where
1: every bump is, and <laughs> Exactly. So that's just another way to do this. And, and honestly, like, we, we actually swam, the, this lake right here is where we met him. Okay. And it's like, you know, you see two guys in wetsuits swimming across a lake. When they get out of the lake, you have a conversation with them.
0: Right, right.
1: right. And it was funny, because I'd already started stalking him before then.
0: Oh, how funny.
1: Well, because that's how I knew where to go to swim.
0: Yeah, right, right.
1: So, I mean, that's just another little piece of ultimately how to put some something like this together. Mm-hmm. And and once again, it takes a little bit of effort and it takes some time, but you can do it. So now the next step I was going to tell you about was how you can determine, other than just pure numbers, if it's going to be a, a good road for you. Because sometimes you can't, like you're staying someplace and you want to link to another place. No. And so what I do is I actually use Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And so you go to Google Maps. And the tricky thing is is that Street View does not necessarily work on these smaller, but we'll go to that same town. Okay. okay, so now this was that road that he that he wrote. Oh, okay. Okay, so now I can look at this in satellite view, and of course you can get in pretty tight. Uh, how do I get in tighter? Oh, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing a scrolling instead of. Sorry.
0: That's right. Um, got it like this. Oh, no, that's a good idea to do a Do a street view if they have it if they have it on
1: you can get in pretty close right right. So now I can see oh you know there's a there's at least a white line here so there's probably a little bit of a a little bit of a shoulder the other little trick that I learned and someone else told me this is follow a road for a while and see if you see any cars on it
0: oh yeah
1: right and I mean we're following this there's no cars right and the truth of the matter is this was a pretty good climb Uh half hour climb I think I saw two cars
0: yeah.
1: Right and then you can see like you can't necessarily see how you know if the surface is great or not Yeah, it gives you I know for sure it's paved
0: mm-hmm
1: So that's another little trick whereas if you go to another I'll actually go out a little bit and show you. There's a big highway That's not too far from here Which no one rides on it's the 101 mm-hmm Click on that and we start to see car, 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 mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you 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 kind of have an idea that I might not want to ride on that road, yeah. even though it, is, it is a big shoulder.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And, it, and actually, you can start to even see the surface.
0: Yeah.
1: But that's a, another little trick. And then there's Street View too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but but a lot of the smaller places where you want to ride don't have Street View. They're not going to have that. Okay. Some do. Mm-hmm. So you can once in yeah you can go to Street View, and I've done this a few times as well. So you can actually see like what the street looks like, and you can actually oh, then yeah. even start to see surface. Mm-hmm. You can actually go down the street. Mm-hmm. So that's another another piece. It depends on how much time you have and effort you have. Yeah. Um, to actually, you know, to, do you want to go down that route? But that's just another another piece that I've that I've used.
0: So you're doing this off from of your laptop, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And do you ever need to do some of this through your phone, or is that pretty much don't try this on the phone?
1: Um, I have an old, <laughs> for the small iPhone. Uh, I'm a, uh, i am have a relic. Um, it's really hard, even on an iPad. It's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just the sensitivity of it, especially the building the route. It's really, really hard. I will tell you that Strava does have this cool feature now on their phone app, and I, it's probably a premium thing too. They have a route builder that's on the phone. Mm-hmm.
0: Which
1: is actually pretty good in that you just put your finger on it and you can say, "I'm going to start here and I want to end here and I want to go about this direction," okay. and it'll build a route for you. Oh wow! I, I've done that before. When, for example, um, I there was a time I was in, it was, in it was in San Diego and there was literally this. Huge gully. I couldn't get across. It was a, it was a gated neighborhood and I, and I didn't come across and it was going to be 20 miles around on either side. Okay. So then I was like, okay, let's get on my phone. I built a quick route and I, and then you can sync it automatically to your head unit. Oh, so wow. you can, you can do it on your phone. Mm-hmm. But it's just not as intricate. The other thing I will tell you is like, I often, after I build a route, will go in, actually, let's look at another route. and I'm going to show you one other little thing I do. um let's go oh this one okay so let's edit this
0: well th- I can see this already being extremely helpful oh this is
1: uh this was a jays essential ride and I basically followed it exactly Mm-hmm. but um what you can do and what I really like to do is 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 really get into like okay you know what what if like i was gonna go this way what if i just want to go for example i want to go that way Mm -hmm. and once again it automatically just builds for you right Mm -hmm. or you know i want to Well, i want to go this way instead Mm -hmm. sometimes it does this out and back yeah
0: so you okay so then you
1: gotta you gotta move another piece right And then another piece, but you 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 get it. You actually end up getting a good hang of it. And when you when you do that, like if you build a really nice big route and you're looking at it, and you're like you know what, I see a park. I do this all the time. I see a park here. They might have water. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right? Right, right.
1: Or so then sometimes I'll like purposely slide over yeah. and like just go by a park, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't on my route. Yep. Yeah. And just, just because there are probably will be water, maybe a bathroom, bathroom water. Exactly. So I, I do little things like that. So I like to go in after I build it and really kind of zoom in yep. and really kind of get to like, you know, street level view of, of, mm. of where I want to be. And, and on this one too, um, you can change it to satellite on this one as well. Yep. Okay. And then you can turn that heat map off too. So then you can mm. Okay. You can really see where you're where you're going. This one was super cool by the way, because I didn't realize it at the time, but this is a tunnel, a freeway tunnel that goes through the mountain. Mm. And you ride o- over it. Oh, even, okay. But you don't even know you're riding over this this freeway tunnel. Oh neat. Yeah. And then this is right. called tunnel. This was called Tunnel Road, and I'm like, oh, I should have figured it out.
0: <laughs> well, that's yeah. Now I don't. Know how many times have you get the name of something? You don't put it together until oh, later. Okay, now I want to put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. All right. So going to Logan, Utah. Yes. And I have not taken my bike there before. I'm going to take it, and I need a route. Okay.
1: So let's do that. Let's go to create a new route. So you can do it with me. Since okay. And we'll show mine. Strava. You want? So Logan, Utah. My roots. Okay. So first question is: Is are you staying basically in like downtown Logan, or where are you staying?
0: Uh, yeah, I think we're right in near University of Utah, uh, Utah State University.
1: I think that is. I've only ever been there once, but. Okay, let's just say we're starting right in like downtown. Yeah. Okay. So now the first thing that I would say, I would look to Pjam first. So let's go to Pjam. And I assume you're not seeing my P Jam right now. Move, move no, fine. not yet. Okay, so I gotta share uh this one. Well, there
0: looks like there's some popular routes there.
1: Yeah. Well let's find some climbs for you. Okay. So we're going to search in Utah.
0: Oh, but these may be mountain bike trails. Ah.
1: That's the problem, right? Yeah. So what we can do when we look at, uh, I just looked for the hardest mount- climbs in Utah. The problem is, is that I don't know where all of them are. Hmm. Oh, there it is. There's a map. You see, okay. see the map?
0: Yep. Uh, there's- so there's one in, U-
1: yep. there's one in Logan. Okay. bear summit bear lake summit west
0: bear lake summer summit,
1: summit. so let's view the climb page all, right. all the cycling data you need okay it's not even ranked in the in, you know in the top 100 in the country so it's not gonna be too bad it's only it's only two percent grade but for, 30, but for 30 miles it's right. actually a pretty good you know and there's obviously some eight percent because there's a picture Okay, so actually that looks like a nice route. So you're going to go on Highway 89. Okay, so I've kind of, I'm going to have that on one side. And then I'm going to build on the other. So let's go to, are you seeing both or just the one now?
0: Uh, Just seeing the, uh, I'm seeing um, PJs. Okay. Oh No, PJs.
1: Yeah, now I'm seeing. So I moved it. Okay. So it looked like it went here up this way
0: oh there's burlick okay I to zoom out more all
1: right it's 30 miles yeah i am i'm actually clicking back and forth so it looks like it came all the way to there so that looks like it it that's what the ride was on let's get in here a little bit further actually It's saying this is a dirt road, but I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Sometimes if it's not reported.
0: Yeah.
1: It may have actually went to this one. Yeah, that's the road. That was a dirt road. And even here where it's saying this is dirt, this is highway 89. There's no there's no way that's yeah, no,
0: that's gonna be uh
1: So that's like to get to there, you're looking at 33 miles. And if if it were me, I'd ride all the way to the lake because yeah, you know, Garden can, City there. You, I'd ride to Garden City and probably be able to get a snack or whatever. So that's 40 miles, yeah. with almost 4,000 feet of climbing. Yeah. I'm thinking if you were to go all the way back, yeah, that's 77 miles with 6,000 feet of climbing.
0: Yeah, and that's saying estimated moving time 2:26 for 40 miles. So that's yeah. that's not bad. Yep. Yeah. All right, all right. So the clear. I'm seeing the clear. it says uh, 64% not specified route. So, but it's gotta be paid. That's,
1: that's got, that one has to be paid.
0: Uh, all right. But that's where I can go into Google maps yeah. and double check and see what, what the
1: roads look like. Exactly. And, then, and I would look, you know, I would have a quick look down on Google maps to see but since yeah. it's a highway, I bet it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. And you can see, and we can also if we take this away again. You can see especially coming out of out of Logan. Uh-huh. That, that's, that that's a pretty popular route because it's pretty yeah. dark. It's pretty dark. Yeah. But yeah, in here it's not that dark. So then I would also like look at show the segments. Mhm. And then that can give you a little bit of a hint. Ah, okay. As well, so there's no segments through there. Yeah, I might not want to do that one. No. Well, because I well, I would want to look. I would want to look at uh, like I said, a segment on that road to see how many people have ridden it. Uh huh. And since there's no segments, it might not be. A, it actually might be a good climb, but not a good ride. Let's see what they write about it.
0: Well, and and. It,
1: See that's the that's the thing. Like you got to be willing to say, you know what? Yeah. Maybe that's not the road for me. But the picture here looks like there's a good. Uh, when I'm looking on PJAM, mm-hmm. it looks like a good um, a good shoulder. So yeah, so, I would go. On, what does it look like on Google Maps?
0: On the segments, how do I? And some of these must be mountain bike then. Yes. Is there a way to turn off mountain? No.
1: Bike? That's- <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a thing. You cannot turn that off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And having not been up that way, I would still say, you know what? It's a highway. If it's got a shoulder on Google, I probably would ride it. Yeah, because I don't think there's probably a lot of traffic between like Logan and Garden City. Mm-hmm um there's right. also this this other route that goes south that looks like it could be decent i'm on
0: uh, google maps looking at 89 now and that looks oh uh, yeah but i'm seeing cars
1: yeah see there's this, that's this, that's the other thing right you gotta you yeah. wanna look at that The tricky thing in there is it doesn't seem like there's a lot of really good, if you want to climb, like I always want to climb, yeah. but there's also looks like a, a, maybe a decent route to go north like, and actually ride into, uh, into Idaho. Mm-hmm. And I always like, for me, I always like riding to another state. I think it's cool. Yeah. So let's build out one that we just kind of follow uh, how, and sometimes I do this where I just kind of look at what, where I would go. Mm -hmm. so if i was starting in center of logan i wouldn't want to go down like a main main highway in the town Mm -hmm. for example i might go up here and then kind of skirt the edge of town and i'll correct these things afterwards and then maybe i'd look at like this little white horse climb look at the details on this climb so 909 people have been up that that one so it's Probably a, a, a good little climb. Mm-hmm. So might say, oh, well, I go up that climb. Oh, there! Oh, I missed it. To there, and it is. Yep, yeah, it's, it's come up. But it's paved. Probably only paved to there. Normally, if it goes, if it's really, if it's a dark blue, and then goes to a light blue really quickly, that means it's going from paved to not paved. Okay. So you go to the end of the paved, and then I might come back down, and then. You know, get on this road here, even though it's probably a highway. It's a it's it's a country highway, right? Maybe you go up to like Franklin. Oh yeah, okay. So go go to another town. mm Mhm. I like the little towns like that because you can usually get water or whatever. mm Mhm. So you know that's that's ultimately how how I would approach it, right? And, and 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 honestly, it depends on how much adventure you have in you and how much you want to climb. And but you're right, like Highway 89 might not be the the one because it might actually be there might be too much traffic.
0: Yeah. Well, but this Definitely. is what I need to do is just sit here and play yep. around and and uh, look at it and.
1: Yep. And then you know, if you, it looks like it might be a little good route here too. So yep. if you go this way. And around this way, these things get big. That's the problem, John, I'm gonna tell you. They look really small uh-huh. when you're building your route. And then you start riding and you're like, oh man, like, that's hundred miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, a, yeah, it is, it's, it's really amazing when you see it on your screen and then you, then you actually get out and you're halfway and you're like, oh my gosh, oh. that's a long way.
0: I guess we could ride to uh, Salt Lake too or to, to the Great Salt Lake.
1: Yep, um, the highway there is this, I think you come up through Bigham City. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty busy highway though.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: There is some, um, I know that there's some routes that I've done that are the other way. So once again, if you go south from Logan, yep. and you, attack, you, you get into like this area here, yep. uh, It looks like it might be gravel. I thought it was not gravel there, but I don't, I'm not too sure if it's gravel or not there.
0: Well, we're almost in Ogden, which was my famous, uh, infamous uh, crash.
1: Oh, don't go there then.
0: Um, Well, maybe I need to go back and do it again. Exactly. That might be what I need
1: to do. And so, and the other thing I will will tell you is that I am not somebody that has to say, you know what, I'm staying here. I'm only going to ride here. Yep. If there's a great ride that's within like an hour drive, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll drive the hour. Drive it, yeah. You know, especially if it's going to be like a highway. Like I think I, I told you, I, I rode Mount St. Helens. It was an hour and a half ride to get to the base of where I wanted to ride, mm-hmm. drive, but it was so worth it. It was four mm-hmm. of the most spectacular hours I've ever been on my bike. Mm-hmm. So, totally worth the effort to get to, to potentially get to an, a, a, a good ride. That's awesome you know, um, and I probably did that four or five times when I was on my trip, probably more than that. And um, then of course, my wonderful, wonderful wife, uh, many times I would be like, okay, I'm gonna ride from here to here. And then you can meet me. And, then, (laughs) you know, my wife was, uh, when we were on our little trip, she was working full time. So I'd finish off riding like five o'clock somewhere. And I'm like, okay, meet me at five o'clock at this place. And then we'd go have dinner somewhere. That's right.
0: That's awesome. You know, great.
1: So it's nice to it's nice to have somebody uh, pick you up.
0: Uh, well, Ted, this is uh, really impressive and doable. Yeah. I can see that. I'll I'll start playing around with it, and uh, and maybe I'll maybe I'll do a couple different rides during the week that I don't normally do. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it, and honestly, I, I I will tell you this honestly. And Marie, my wife, she told me you have to say this. There has been several times. Here's my Garmin. There's been several times when I've been really frustrated with it because yeah. something doesn't work. It, like the right. Bluetooth's off or it needs, like it does, it has to do a software update or whatever. I'm just telling you, you have to also know that this is not always gonna work.
0: Yeah,
1: so I right. have your phone with you. So my backup is my phone. Yep. All of the Strava routes are also, if you, if you have the Strava app on your phone. Yeah, you can. They're, they're always there. Okay. It, so that's the backup. And I will tell you that it's a little bit of a hidden spot. So that's mm-hmm. the last thing I want to show, show everybody. So on the Strava app, it's not intuitive of where, the, your, where your routes are. And that's why I was going to tell you this. Yeah. So on my Strava app. Know, okay, probably-
0: wait. Uh, stop sharing first.
1: Oh, I'm sharing. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can do that. Okay, I got it. Okay, go ahead. Do it again. So I don't
1: know if you can see that or not. It looks pretty white. Not Yeah. Sometimes it takes a second to...
0: Oh, okay. Almost there.
1: Well, anyways, I'll just talk you through it. So on the bottom you have five buttons, feed, explore, record, profile, and training Uh under profile, like your personal profile. And then you scroll down and then you'll come up to segments and routes.
0: Okay. I'm looking, I've got personal profile, scroll all the way down gear segments and routes. Yep.
1: Oh yeah. See, Click on your routes, and that's where your routes are. And you can okay. use the route from here as well. There's a button that says use route. Oh okay. And it'll it'll do it this way as well. I don't like it because then I got to be pulling my phone out of my pocket, and I don't use my phone, for example, yeah. as my head unit. I know some people do, but so if all else fails, you have this. Do that. Okay. And even I've you know I've been on a long ride. My Garmin ran out of power because I you know I didn't charge it. Yeah. Right. And this has been my backup. It's like, okay, I can find it that way. And then one other little trick I'm going to share yep. with you: as long as you get your phone, um, I don't know about you, but I always have headphones on. I don't always listen mm-hmm. to stuff. I usually listen to podcasts when I'm riding. You can do uh, Google Maps and do a turn-by-turn, turn-by-turn. that comes into your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I've done that several times when I'm like, you know, something went wrong, and I just want wow. to get back home or to where I'm staying. And it's put in the address and then it just, you, you get the voice activated um, guidance. It's a little annoying, but, and you can, and you can set it up, it tells you that you're on a bike as well.
0: Right, that's So right. that's
1: kind of like the last resort, mm-hmm. you know? And then the last, last resort is Uber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One more plug for Strava. I should be getting paid for this. If you're Strava premium yep. and you break down, there is a uh, an insurance program through Strava that they will pay for a taxi or an Uber. Really? Up to $40 if you're Strava premium. Oh wow, I had no idea. And it doesn't count if you uh, get a flat tire or something, there's, there's some kind of deal with it, but mm-hmm. basically you have had to have got a flat, repaired it and then get another flat. Got it. Or if you like break a spoke or something like that, or you, you your ba- bike becomes inoperable, or if you crash.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there is uh it's it's under the if you look at Strava benefits, it's in there and, and all you have to do is basically document that you're using Strava. Yeah. And uh I, I read a few people and they said they they have gotten paid when they Oh when they wow. Paid. That's so, cool. just, so just another thing. So if you ever feel like, oh man, I am completely screwed here, I got nobody yeah. to call mm-hmm um, just doing do an uber or a taxi
0: that's great well th- this has been really good i'm gonna play around with it, especially with going up to logan because yeah. i want i don't want to waste time looking for a route yeah you know, i want to get on my bike and i want to ride
1: well you can build like that's the thing is you could be building them now
0: yeah that's right right like,
1: you got and i gotta be honest with you it is a little bit stressful and does take some time to like yeah. but it's worth it to do the time, in my opinion, to do the yep. time ahead of time. Oh, totally. Um, it's, way, it's way worth it to enjoy the ride. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I,
0: I, I can see that because uh, I'm not one to, you know, to waste time. You know, I want to, like I said, I want to get on my bike and I want to ride. I want to know where I'm going. And uh, so I'm I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out some routes ahead of time. I would
1: actually say for you, cause going to to, to Logan, because I know there's a lot of triathletes up there. Yeah. I try stalking a few. Yeah. You know the other thing you can do if you really want to get crazy, is you could go look at like the USAT ranking for last year for Utah. Uh huh. And you can see hometowns of people. Oh, okay. Yeah. And look at the top people from like that area. See if they're on Strava. I I'm just. There's so many ways you can like, use yeah. this technology. I mean, here's the thing. these companies are selling all of our data. We all know yeah. that, right? I know, all right. So let's use let's use it for our benefit as well.
0: That's Right. Yeah. All yeah.
1: right, John. Well, that's uh, we're over an hour, but uh, that was awesome. Great. Thanks. I hope people got a lot out of it. I hope it wasn't too too much of a, an advertisement for Strava.
0: No, that's all right. That's good, and uh, this is much better than back in the '80s when I had a send away for. Uh, U.S. Masters swimming location of pools, and then try to find where those pools were, or finding yeah. rivers or lakes to swim in, and uh, and then just taking my chance on route, routes, you know, to ride and and uh, and run. And so yeah. this is uh, this is great, very informative. So uh, thanks for the, the technical uh, details and uh, how to how to use, get more out of Strava because those of us who are paying for it, we should uh, we should be able to maximize the use of it. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks, Ted.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good weekend.
0: Yeah, you too. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'm going to stop live stream.